Hello and welcome back to My Life with Christ. So last week we talked all about trust and what that looks like in your relationship with God. I talked to my cousin Miranda and this week we're kind of do the same thing except with my boyfriend Rudy. We're going to have a conversation all about the misconceptions of people going into their relationship with Christ about what they're actually seeking, what they're trying to get out of that relationship and the two kind of parallels, the two kind of things that people try to get out of it are either the true salvation that you have to get out of it, that you should be wanting to get out of this relationship, or if you're just trying to get earthly things out of your relationship with Christ, like blessings and other things. So boyfriend Rudy's on. Say hello, Rudy. Hello. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Um, So it's going to be just kind of like last week, honestly, just kind of getting your take on things and diving deep into it. It's good to get like, yeah, a nice perspective from somebody else and not just me. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I want to talk a little bit about like what that kind of looks like of kind of distorting the real meaning of our relationship with Christ. Like, what should I actually be looking for in a relationship with Him? Yeah, great. Um, I think we often equate our relationship with Christ to any relationship. Maybe you think of it as um, a fatherly or motherly relationship, but times a million. But even that is an understatement. Not to mention it's just sort of completely different. I mean... We expect a lot out of the relationships that we see in our lives, and uh, there's a certain there's a certain point that we need to look for in a relationship with Christ that maybe doesn't exist in other relationships. Right, and in terms of like our relationships with people here on Earth, you know, even our own relationship, you know, I don't spend time with you or I don't love you, you know, we get something out of you, right? Like I know you're not gonna give me a bunch of money or you're not gonna buy me gifts just because we're hanging out or because yeah. I have affection for you, mm-hmm. um, and that's a, kind of the same thing for Christ, right? You know, I'm not in a relationship with Him so that I can have good health or that I can have money or fame or even a good family, things that are very earthly in terms of blessings almost, that just because I'm in a relationship with him or doing good things doesn't mean I'm going to get them. Yeah, it's uh, in many ways the opposite. I think we, mm-hmm. um, went with a relationship with Christ, we still face a lot of the things that I think we'd expect to go away, or at least if you aren't familiar with Christ and his teachings, you would think would go away with a relationship with him. Um, And some things you can expect from a relationship with Christ are struggle, hardship, and those kind of things. Oh, yeah. That kind of idea that, you know, just because I'm going to follow Christ, I'm going to start this relationship with him, with God, you know, everything's going to go away. You know, my struggle, all my hardship, any health problems, whatever, overnight. And I think that people kind of get the wrong idea. That's not what it's about. It's about something totally different. It's not anything about this world, um, anything that could be given to you in this moment. It's totally about building towards perfection. It's totally about building towards ultimately our our heavenly dwelling, honestly. You know, that's that idea of salvation, that we are in this broken state. We are imperfect, and we're going to continue to struggle with that imperfection. And then obviously in that relationship, he's going to help us and, you know, give us the grace that we need. But we're still going to struggle, and we're still going to have hardships. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to point out, um, um, in the beginning you talked about the difference between seeking salvation versus seeking blessings. Um, I think we should make it clear that this is not um, what we're saying to people who don't have a relationship with Christ. I think many people have a relationship with Christ right now and still seek blessings oh, or yeah. maybe they dedicate their prayers to thanking God for all their blessings, which is important. It's very important, but it doesn't stop there. We need to make sure that we 
when we pray for, when we say a prayer of thanksgiving for the blessings that maybe that God has bestowed on us, that we are sure to put those under his dominion. Yeah. These are, these are things that he blessed us, not just because he was in a good mood when he made us, but more because those are things that he gave to us to aid in his will. Exactly. It's all like part of God's plan, this bigger picture of that we kind of talked about last week was, you know, trusting him, placing your will underneath his. It's all about his will. It's all about his plan. And if blessings are a part of his plan for you, then so be it. You know, that's amazing. We need to praise God for that. But if they're not part of his plan for you, they're not part of his will, you know, it doesn't mean that he loves you any less. It doesn't mean that you're not part of his plan or that your relationship with him doesn't matter. It just means that your plan with him is different. And, you know, your life is, it's, you're going to suffer. You're going to struggle. And I touched upon this last week, too, about the lives of the saints. You know, no, the lives of the saints were not picture perfect. You know, those who went to the stake, they burned at the stake for him. You know, they lived all awful, awful lives to the point of condemnation by others. And it's like, how could they do that? How could they live a life like that? And it's simply because they loved him so much and they understood that it's not about what he can give you in this life. It's about what he can give you in the next. There's this great quote, and I hate to misquote because I don't quite remember who said it, but it's, uh, it's like, give up, give up the things of this earth for the things that are forever. Because it's hard to relinquish the persecution is it can be as, as extreme as that or even just sort of people thinking it's sort of strange that you go to church like it's hard but i think or i know christ wants us to set those things aside because ultimately um we're seeking the things that are eternal which exactly. is heavenly salvation versus the the good things that maybe we had because well not some people would struggle to find blessings in their life and they still were provided with things that God wants them to to use for his will. Exactly. And I mean by no means am I are we saying that it's easy to understand or that you're ever going to get to this point where it's like, oh, finally I get it. I finally get why God didn't let me be in that relationship. I finally get why God didn't let me have that job or you fill in the blank. It's never going to be an aha moment for a lot of people. I mean, I look back on my life and I'm still like, why did that even happen or whatever? You fill in the blank. It takes a lot of prayer. Exactly. It takes a lot of prayer and a lot of patience. And honestly, some things we won't find out until the next life and we're fully in his presence. But again, that comes with a huge level of trust and saying, you know what? I don't understand everything. I don't have all the answers, but that's okay because I know God loves me. And I know at the end of the day, my relationship with him trumps everything. Yeah. Um, if we could go back a second ago to um, looking or thanking God for the blessings he put in his life and seeing how they fit into his will, something I've been, I've been praying about that very recently, that, that exact thing right there. Um, and I'd heard this phrase, morning offering, said before, and I've, I know there's a prayer. It's called the morning offering. And, you know, given that it was a prayer that you say in the morning, I always just sort of thought it was synonymous with morning prayer. But that word offering is a very important thing, and it plays right into this idea of God does give us blessings, but it's not what we should be seeking. And these morning offerings, I mean, I think there's multiple. If you look one up, they, uh, they say... All of the blessings and all of the struggles that come with me this day, I give them to you. Because God bestows onto people these blessings, and also people face many struggles. 
And I think it's very important that we need to let God in. If we're making a relationship with Christ through seeking salvation, we need to let God in. And it's more than just thanking God for these blessings. It's also put, putting them in his, under his dominion, giving him permission to use these things, struggles and blessings to aid in his will and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in your in those days. And that's something that kind of brings us closer to salvation. I mean, you know, I've said it before, there's nothing that we could ever do for God that's going to bring us closer to him or make us give make him give us anything or save us. But this kind of concept of letting him into our hearts, letting him, you know, fill our souls, that's what's bringing us closer to him. You know, that's what's bringing us towards salvation really is letting him have a power over us saying, God, I do not want to have control. God, I literally give you my day. Like Rudy was saying, I'm, I literally let you have power over every decision I make, every struggle that I go through, and even every blessing, you know, understanding that all things are from God. And if it's a struggle, if it's something that's setting you back, you know, use it towards his good, use it, you know, incorporate it into his plan for you. Mm-hmm. Everything we have is belongs to God. And for that reason, if he gave us a, a share of that, then it must be for the reason of using it for him, if it is. I think that a lot of times, too, when people enter into a relationship with God expecting blessings, you know, um, there's going to come a moment, like, in everyone's life where you're not going to get a bunch of blessings, where, you're, you know, you're going to want something really bad, and you're going to pray for it intensely, and God's not going to give it to you. And a lot of times, people who have those expectations and are praying for blessings that hard— they're going to be super upset when they're not getting that. And ultimately, we blame God when that happens because, you know, when we expect just blessings out of that relationship, it it comes as a surprise when you suffer a little bit or you lose things. And that's, it's not something that, you know, that's not what the relationship's about, right? It's about understanding that even though I want something so badly, God has another intention in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think a great thing to do if you're getting started with a um, relationship with Christ or if you have one and it maybe was just simmering, you know, uh, you haven't taken a deep dive into it is every time you say a prayer of thanksgiving, follow it up with a prayer of offering, giving those blessings. Or if you have a prayer of asking for strength in a time of struggle, give, following that, give that struggle to God. Put everything in your life under God's dominion and let it all be for his will. Exactly. I think that no matter who you are, where you are in your relationship with him, you have to understand that it's not a straight line. It's not something that's just going to happen overnight. It takes a lot of willpower. It takes a lot of patience. And it's not something you can do on your own. You know, not only do you need God's help, you know, praying to him unceasingly, but you also need the help of those around you. You know, find people who you can talk to. Find a good Christian support team, even if it's just one person. You know, I know I have my cousins. I have Rudy. And it's just being able to talk, being able to pray out loud with other people. It reminds you that, you know, God didn't put us here alone. God gave us other people to strengthen our soul and strengthen our relationship with him. Um, But ultimately, we have to understand that anything we do here on earth should be leading us closer to him and closer to our salvation with him. Yeah, and I think acknowledging that fact is one thing, but you have to actively give 
things to God. It's it's one thing to, I mean, I think it's just so valuable to say those words like, "Lord, this is yours. This is yours. Do with do with it what you what you please." It's it becomes an immense like this. It comes with trust, honestly. Yeah, and I think those words, saying them in your head, saying them out loud, is so important because it's one thing to just be like, "Oh, Lord, you blessed me with A and B. I'm going to use A and B to do this." Because when you do that, I think you're putting it in your own perspective as to what you want to do and what you're striving to do, which is great. And God sees that. But I think if you humble yourself beforehand and say, Lord, this is yours. Show me what to do and then do it. I think it's just really powerful. Exactly. There is nothing more valuable than your heart. And I've talked about it before that the world, you know, they want your life. They want your heart. They want to lead you astray and all these empty promises. And, you know, you have to work so hard for everything in this world, but all God asks for is your heart. All he asks for is you to just humble yourself, say to him that you just need him and he will take care of the rest. Now, that doesn't mean there's no suffering. There doesn't mean there's no loss, but it does. Exactly. Exactly. Just all things to give to Christ and remember that in the end, God wins and God loves you. Thank you so much, Rudy. Thank you for having me on. So next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, how our relationship with Christ kind of sets us apart in this world and how a lot of people struggle with that, you know, really anybody. Um, But how to be okay with that, how to be okay with kind of going against the grain, going against this world and understanding what this all means, kind of tying into this week a little bit. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. God bless. God bless.